for the number two. Right. Hmm. The first guy comes. Yeah, so that that's really what... There was a sheet of that the, in certain cases, the first one is going to be high of the pool. So, uh, so Rava says we're four lines from the bottom. I got the recording started late. I'm going to have to probably go back and get to this, uh, redo the first half. But if you're tuning in, we're four lines from the bottom on Lamed Aleph. In the recording, I'll try to record the second half uh, maybe after this. Okay. So, Omar Rava, we're talking about a collision. And we're trying to assign responsibility to pay for the collision. And uh, we said the first guy, he's got to pay. Let's try that again. He has to pay for the second guy, whether the second guy gets injured, whether the second guy's property gets injured. Shani, the second guy, only has to pay for the third guy, what the person himself gets injured, but not for the, the, the third guy's property. So the says, I don't understand. If you blame the guy that falls, anytime you fall, you should have looked where you were going. So the second guy also should have been careful not to fall. And if you don't blame the guy that falls, then why do we throw the book at the first guy? As we turn the page. So the Gemara says, You're right. Really, is the first guy that fell, he shouldn't have fallen. Sheni, the second guy, the second guy, when the guy in front of you falls, that's difficult to predict. You know, if nobody's in front of you, you should look where you're going. But the guy in front of you falls. He was standing a second ago. You didn't have time to read. You don't expect the guy in front of you to fall. But uh, you, uh, you are responsible because you should have gotten up. He should have gotten up before he damaged the guy behind him. I'm a monopotter. But he shouldn't have to pay for the, this, the third guy's money. This hole I didn't dig. It's not my, I didn't start this issue. Maybe I could have gotten up, uh, but the fact that the, the, it was damaged, that's the, uh, you got to blame the first guy on that. Why does the second guy have responsibility to look where he's going? And to see what's going on in front of him? So, I, so I, I, was, I was thinking that maybe you, know, you don't expect the guy in front of you to fall. You, you're, you don't have a, in other words, the, when you're walking, you have to make sure that you know where you're walking. You know, sometimes in front of you, there's a hole, there's a bump. You're required to look. But you're allowed to assume that the guy in front of you is not going to do a sudden stop or fall. And, and maybe there's not enough time to, to adjust for that, uh, for the guy in front of you. norms of all this? Remember how we're deciding Hesinesic or whatever on, the, on norms, normal behavior. Right, that's right. Yeah. I wonder how norms morph into changing like. Right now, how many people do you see aren't paying attention to where they're walking whatsoever because they're buried in their phones? Right? <laughs> right, right, right. So I wonder how that, you see what I'm saying? I wonder how that, if that's, yeah. this is a yeah, floating head definition. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah how, do, how, do, how do we establish that? Mitzvah, what is the question? Uh, they're all liable for uh, bodily damage, but they don't have to pay for the broken pots and things. My lava filurishan. So we're saying even the first guy doesn't have because he's like a boar, like a pit. So the Morris says, except for the first guy. 
Ahibakulam Tani, but we said all of them. So Amarevadabakulin uh Hanizakim. We mean all of the people that um got damaged uh by by the that were in the accident that existed. So the Morris says, wait a second, hi my, how are we speaking? Yeah, if you say there's three guys here. So if you say all, so that's what it's that's why it says all. But if you say besides the first guy, what does it mean all? It should just say the people that felt, you know, that that uh, that got damaged, that got got that you know that hit the wreck and this skin that were harmed. The first guy, as we said, he's the one that started the accident. He's going to have liability for the um, uh, the things that break and the and the damage to the person. The second guy is responsible for the third guy, but not for the guy's property. What's the reason? Because the second guy is considered like a pit. If, if you're damaged because you're something in the public area that people could get harmed, usually you don't have responsibility for the stuff that gets damaged, just the person. So, this works like Shmuel who says, anything that is a stumbling block is called a pit. It is, that's basically a pit. But Rav says it depends. A pit is only when nobody owns it. I mean, if you... Uh, uh, the, he, the, the question was, is something only a pit if it's like left there, abandoned? So if you abandon it, over here, the person didn't abandon him himself. In other words, when the person fell, it could be he can't be classified as a pit because he's not Hefker. In order to be classified as a pit, you have to be ownerless. Mm. According to that, what are you going to say? So the says, Olam, really, like we said in the beginning. Our question is, it says, Kulun Chayavim. Uh, it, didn't it say they're all liable? So Targum Ravadabar Minumen Kameid Ravina Kishuhusku Kulun Mikalim. Maybe it's talking about where they were all damaged the one vessels damaged the other vessels. It's not that the vessels were damaged on the person, they were damaged on the other vessels. Um, um, and uh, the vessels, um, those have, um, uh, those a person has ownership for. So Omar Mar, the master said, we said if the first guy was at fault, Rishon Chayim, he has to pay. Machmas Rishon Heki Nafel. Why would? How could it be all the first guy's fault and not the second and the third guy's fault? So Repapa says the Paschal Urke Kishilda. He's blocking the whole road. He, he like fell in such a way that you can't get around him. Rizvid said Chakute Dismusa. It's more like a stick. Did the first guy fall like a carcass or did the first guy fall like a stick? Let's see Tosos here. What's the difference? In these two analogies, Kahutu de Samusa, like the stick of a blind man, Adara, he's arguing. Uh, if the guy just fell like a carcass, but then he wouldn't have to pay for the third guy. He could have warned him, the third guy should have seen that the second guy fell. I mean, when there's two, if one accident in front, maybe you don't notice. But when there's two, uh, then you can't blame the avol bechutcher disyumus. But if it was like the stick of a blind man, the habe baaklason, 
which apparently falls at an angle, when the first guy falls at the beginning of the stick, the guy, the stick is long enough that the other guy could trip on it and not even have seen the first guy. Uh, but he's not tripping over the guy anyway. No, he's not tripping over the... But the question was, how do we, when, when we blame the third guy... Um, wouldn't he have noticed that what was happening in front of him? So therefore he made a point of saying that it had to be that the, the, there was like enough distance between the first and the third guy that the third guy couldn't see it right away. But if you just, the first example where it was just like, uh, like a carcass in the middle of the road, that wouldn't explain why the third guy didn't notice it. But if you said it was like the blind man's stick, so that would have explained why the third guy didn't notice it. You know, it, it sounds like this second guy is going to be doomed anyway because the second guy's doomed. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Because he could stop and not not fall into the trap of the stick or the carcass, whichever one it is. Uh, no, so we've been saying him. like the second guy is walking closely behind the first guy, so it might not be enough time for him to avoid the. But, but if there were enough time, and right, he would have right, stopped. That's right. He'd get yeah. hammered from the third guy because he stopped. Right, right. Yeah, that's right. Loose, that's, that's loose <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be in the sandwich, right? In the middle. It's the uh, the question is about having to get up. Should he have gotten out of the way or not? Is there, was there time to get out of the way? The number two guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, well, what I didn't get earlier when it said about the boar that it had to be mafia or something, that had to be Hefner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We learned that someone digs a boar in the Rishusavabi, even though he doesn't really own it. Since we did it, we said it's like your responsibility, like you're mm-hmm. the right. How are we? How are we talking Hefker over here? Well, it, it is, it is. so Hefker doesn't mean that you don't own it. I mean, if we say you have responsibility for it, it still doesn't mean that you own it. It just means you're responsible. Um, the, the, the the question we're saying is, it could be that in order to be in the category of a pit, a pit is only something that nobody owns. If you own something, it's like your ox. When your ox damages, it's your property. You have to pay when your property damages, and there's certain liabilities and there's certain exemptions. But your pit, is, according to one view, is only when you don't own it. Uh, otherwise, it would be, in addition to being your pit, it would be your property. Your pit is, your, the Torah makes you responsible for it, but it doesn't mean that you own it. Okay. We're going to see more on it. That, that's the latest uh, discussion. New Mishnah. The short Rashi there? Yeah. Yes, I thought about that. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, I thought about doing that, Rashi, but uh, I decided that the better of it, we'll leave that for homework. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough yeah. question. That's right. You really see, you know, this really depends on what is normative behavior. I mean, Michael's entirely correct. You see the importance of brake lights, you know? And when someone is driving and their brake lights aren't working, it's really dangerous because you can't tell that he's slowing down when you're traveling behind him. So brake lights actually actually obviate this whole this whole discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, because, but uh, that's a warning. That's warning the guy behind you, hey, I stopped. That's, that's the... Right. It's a warning that the guy in front of you is slowing down or stopping. Okay? And, so, and so if you are... It is your obligation as the guy following to be alert when you're driving, and so it's always the guy following who gets ticketed, uh, unless the, unless the guy in front, unless his brake lights are not working. Yeah. So that's uh, but but here in here in the the, the case of the Mishnah, nobody's got brake lights. 
Right, right. So look, the yeah. brake, the brake lights would make that first person pucker. Um, that sounds like yeah. Important. That's right. right. That's that, that's right. the way. Yeah. That's the way. You know, a cop will always ticket the, the the guy behind, with the, and the charge is following too close. Mm. You're, supposed, you're supposed to, you know, leave leave uh, yeah, space okay. between you and the guy in front of you. Right. So I wonder, with when people are traveling the way they did, would that would that be true as well? Like, you know, would you are you supposed to leave space when people are walking, or you know, are they carrying you know glass things? Is there a space requirement or not? That's a good question. Tell you I mean, it could be right. When you see somebody in front of you carrying glass things, you give him more room. Uh, that's just safe. But w- that's only if the guy is likely to trip. But if the first guy was paying attention and wasn't on his cell phone, he wouldn't have tripped. <laughs> so it's, uh, you, would, you didn't expect him to trip. You know, that's the, yeah. Right? You can make the argument that because he's carrying glass things, don't be more careful because you understand he's got a He's going to lose everything, right? He's got what yeah. you know. He's got a whole load there. He, you know, he better be careful, right? Let's see the mission. It's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, in this case, nobody trips, but somebody slows down. So one guy is coming uh, with his barrel, and the other guy has a beam. Nishmu The guy breaks his jug on the other guy's beam. Shelzeh Potter. What happens is guy number two is in a rush, and he he pushes into guy number one. Um, Wait, who has the beam? The guy in the back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Rashi, Hayobala Korah Rishon Pater, Shazem Mahala Kadarka, Vuhu Mihir Lelechas. The first guy was going normal. The second guy rushed. So uh, then he's not uh, responsible. Oh, this is reversed. This is reversed. Shazem Rishus Lalehuzeh. Each one was doing what they were supposed to. Hayobala Korah Rishon, but if the guy in the beam had first, Ubala Chavis Akron, and then Nishma Chavis Bikora Pater. Balakora. Then he's exempt. The Im Amr, what happens if the first guy stopped? Uh, then he's Chayev. The Im Amr Chavis. But what if he warned him? He put his brake lights on, then he's Pater. The first guy stopped, it doesn't matter whether he carried the pots or the beam? Correct. It doesn't and, matter. Yeah, I guess right. either way it could break. Okay, yeah. Okay. Hayabala Chavis Rishon Ubal Kora Akron. What if the barrel's first and the uh, the beam is second. Nishbar chavis bekora, so chayev. Then he's obligated. Vim amud bal chavis pater. Vim amud lebal kora. This is just the opposite. Amud chayev. Kain zeb abenero. The same thing would be if one had a candle and one be peshtino. Boy minei rava meir nasin meir of huna hamazik as ishter betashvish amita. Somebody damages their wife uh, when they're having. Rela- I will leave that for tomorrow. I did that on purpose. We want to make sure you show up tomorrow. You want to hear what's going on with that? Okay. Uh,